I'm Hayes Hartwig. This is Bamboo, Vancouver's property management and investment podcast. I'm Hayes Hartwig. This is Bamboo, Vancouver's property management and investment podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, what we're going to be talking about is reasons to keep your unit updated. A lot of landlords sometimes fall into this trap of thinking that it's just a rental, and frankly, it's not the way that this works. So we're going to touch on a couple bases today and just cover reasons why you should always keep your unit updated. The first one is that if you show that you care, your tenant will care about the unit. Usually there's going to be some repairs, and at the start of any newly rented unit that just comes on the market, you'll have to deal with some things that will be discovered through the move-in report. Because, frankly, the point of the move-in report is to look for any deficiencies. So if there are any, they'll likely get discovered. This also starts off a tenancy on the right foot. Because if the tenant comes in and they see that uh, some things are off the tracks, or doorknobs are loose, or there's that electrical light that buzzes you every time you turn it on and off, then they'll be upset if that's not getting repaired. The other thing for you as well is it shows the tenant that you care. And if you care about your unit, then they definitely will. So overall, when you put your unit on the market, just make sure that you keep it up to date and taken care of because that way the tenant will, and in the long run, your place will be ready to go. An additional part of this is that if your place is always up to date, should you decide to sell the unit, it's already ready to go. There's Nothing that's going to pop up in an inspection and basically knock down your price because anybody who's trying to purchase is always trying to find a way to get that price to come down. You want to make sure as well that you're doing your inspections throughout the tenancy. Now, this can be some areas of conflict with some tenants, and you kind of want to reframe this as more of a site inspection than an inspection of the actual tenant themselves. Because there's an ongoing conflict between tenants and landlords, which generally stems from a lack of communication. So when you're doing your checks throughout the tenancy, you want to reframe that to doing the updates and the checks on the actual unit. This will make the tenant welcome you in and build more trust and confidence between you guys. Because after all, you are in essentially a relationship. So try to reframe that to help instead of judging so that way you and the tenant will get along better and overall it'll be a great thing. Now between the tenants though, so when your tenant moves out, you may have to paint. This is just something that happens. People are living somewhere, they're going to bump into things and over time it'll just keep on adding up. So the tenant is actually required only by law to fill the holes that are there. So when they're hanging up pictures, even that bracket on the wall for the TV, they need to just fill that, but they are not required to paint that. 
And to be perfectly honest, you generally wouldn't want the tenant to paint that because after a while, the paint will generally start to fade just over time, oxygen, light, that sort of thing. And if you use the exact paint out of the exact same can, it'll start to look like polka dots because you have bright brand new paint with older faded paint. So overall, just make sure that you understand that you will have to paint from time to time. The RTB, the Residential Tenancy Branch, generally accounts four to five years, or you may want to consider between two to three tenants per paint job, depending on where, of course. There's always some things that'll up and down, such as if they have kids, for instance, takes a good couple of rounds out of the paint because, you know, they're learning to walk, they're bumping into things, stuff like this, right? So you do want to take that into consideration and a lot for the fact that you will have to paint at some point in time and this will help you to gain the maximum price for your rental as opposed to just trying to fumble through and hope for the best. So sometimes there's a conflict with some of the landlords that we deal with and they're upset that they have to paint, but over time, it's just something that happens. You just want it to be fresh and it just looks great. So it's a good investment and then definitely pay itself off later on. One of the other things that you may want to consider is choosing laminate over hardwood. If you're using a hard surface, it's definitely more durable and there has been some upgrades with carpets in the past years. So it is also quick and easy to do and is definitely more durable itself. But that being said, I would always suggest to go towards a hard surface. Even a vinyl plank would be a good idea. But what this does, yes, it'll be a little bit more of a car charged for you when you're first installing it, but it will be more durable. The difference between the hardwood actual and the laminate flooring is that pets generally will cut into the hardwood with their nails, whereas a vinyl or a laminate flooring is a little bit more durable and doesn't cut up as much. So if you have the choice between the two, I would suggest going with the hardwood or sorry, the laminate or the vinyl plank over the hardwood and keep with the hard surface. The other thing is that generally speaking, most of the tenants these days are more interested in the hard surfaces. It's easier to clean, it's easier to maintain, and it just looks really sharp. So overall, I would suggest go with a hard flooring over a soft one, but of course the choice is completely up to you. One of the benefits of the soft flooring, i.e. carpets, is that it goes in very quickly. So if you wanted to get it turned over very quickly without a lot of noise and hassle, then you could actually go to carpet. But overall, as a higher rental, if you have the choice between the two and you are going to replace your flooring, I would suggest to go with the hard flooring. Additionally, with the RTB, they generally assess it for about 10 years of your flooring. So that doesn't mean that you have to do it every 10 years, but do take that into account that if you had some carpets in there, for instance, and they were pristine, but they were 10 years old, then if they did get damaged, that may be a question that comes up at the RTB, right, wrong, or indifferent, but it is something that you want to take into consideration because they may just say that it's at the end of its life and it's not worth it anyways, in which case you would lose an RTB case if you're in there. That being said, of course, it is always up to arbitration. And there was one quote from a colleague that said, arbitration is at best arbitrary. So take it with what you gain. But overall, it is your choice. I would suggest to go with a hard surface as the final point of what I'm getting at to. The other thing that you can 
sometimes fall into the trap of with the it's just a rental is that (laughs) it's where somebody lives. So you want to make sure that this place is taken care of and that they're happy with it. And if you make sure of this and take into account that this is your investment, not just a rental, that your tenant will be happy and a happier tenant generally takes care of the place, sticks around for longer, i.e. you have less vacancy. And overall, this makes for better situation for everybody involved. The other thing that a lot of landlords tend to fall into this trap of is they have the quote and they say, I've never had a problem in 20 years. So sometimes a tenant will move in after the landlord has moved out of the original place. They've been living there for an extended period of time. And then eventually the dishwasher or one of the appliances breaks. And many times we'll get this response from a landlord saying, well, I've never had a problem in 20 years. And this is really a silly situation or silly thing to say, because if you haven't had a problem in 20 years, it means you're due. So unfortunately, this happened when the tenant arrived, but it probably would have happened with you anyways, and you'd have to replace it regardless or fix it, depending on whatever the price is. But one of those things that you have to look out for is if something does break down, just fix it. Unfortunately, it's part of the game. You don't just rent a place and get money. Like, you're going to have to keep things updated, and that's just the nature of the beast. So that's basically all we have for the thoughts of that, but just making sure that you keep your place updated as a landlord, and it will make for a better situation for everybody and for you all around. So thanks for joining us. If you found anything useful out of this podcast, please be sure to subscribe. We'll be back in two weeks to cover the stats and anything going on in the property management world. My name's Hayes Hartwig. And this has been Bamboo, Vancouver's property management and investment podcast. <laughs>